welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love, and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Jordan! Ah, listen to the crowd! That's in my mind! Okay, so... And so we are on the last episode of the first week of this mad menagerie of the really? fort of the Fortnite menagerie. So we're halfway through. We're halfway through, yeah, essentially. Oh, or we're technically, there. technically, we're most of the way there. But I'm totally cheating on one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, uh, but. Let's not think about that and talk things, about... Things are good. Mad Dog. But Mad Dog. What do you think Mad Dog is? Oh, man. I did not know Marvel had a character called Mad Dog. Well, you do now. Um, is it is it some kind of, like, big guy that's, like, kind of crossed with a Boston Terrier, so he just looks sad? Or not a Boston, a boxer. No. Well, no. Aww. I mean, he now looks like a dog, but he used to not. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Is, um, is he someone who's who's mad? He's called Mad Dog because he feels that uh, uh, McGruff, the crime dog, is too soft on crime? Sure. He's like anti-McGruff, though. Like, people are too soft on non-crime. What do, you, what do you think his costume is? And how much chest hair is he showing? Well, I'm I'm guessing that if it, that his shirt is at least showing off uh like three fourths of his chest. And mm. of that and of that chest there is at least a quarter of it with hair. Okay. And what type of costume? Uh well, to go along with that, I'm guessing it's some kind of wrestling sing- singlet kind of thing. Actually, it is very much a res- wrestling-looking outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, wow. Think, okay, That's so, not what I was thinking so at let all. me put this as succinctly as possible. Imagine if Batman had a really bad costume with no. <laughs> Basically, the, instead of the 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 cape and neck cowl thing, he just decided <laughs> to cut it away and and, sure. and let his skin breathe. Yeah, and like he has like a bodysuit with like it doesn't look like a dog, but I guess it could be a dog. And he has like claws, and it's like brown and black, which is not a great combination. It's a pointy demon-looking thing. Yeah, it's not like great or anything. But let's get into it because he has an interesting past. Oh, so his real name is Robert Buzz Baxter. Huh. He is a colonel in the United States Air Force, retired, and used to be a security consultant at the Brand Corporation. I'm not surprised that someone named Mad Dog has some military background. Yeah, because you want people who act like Mad Dogs in the military, because that's how we get stuff done, apparently. Um, so he was he's from Centerville, California. And uh, do you want to know who his ex-wife is? Mm-hmm. Can you think? Can you think of anyone? Maybe someone who's cat themed. Oh, uh, 
what's Hellcat's name? Uh, Patsy Walker. Yes, Patsy Walker. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and? Mad Dog and Hellcat. Huh. Well, well, he became Mad Dog afterwards, but. Oh. Guess was- where? Guess when he first showed up? What year? G- give me a guess. Mm, 1968. Try 1944. Holy shit, really? Oh my god. In Miss America and Miss America um, magazine. (laughs) Yes. So, with with, um, he did not show up as Mad Dog. Before he was Mad Dog? He was was the Baxter guy? Yeah. But, okay. he- but both Hellcat and Mad Dog showed up in the second issue of Miss, okay. of Miss Magazine, uh, of Miss America Magazine. And also Miss America is also a person who was in the, was a Golden Age hero as well. And was oh. part of the Invaders. So. That, yeah, so, why not? Yeah, she, she could like fly and she was invulnerable. She was basically like, like if Superman was a, a girl. And also, um, not an alien, an American. Yeah, well, City of Heroes had a pretty much the same thing, like a Liberty Bell, Miss Liberty thing. That was basically that's like that too, you know, super speed, strength, and flight, that kind of thing. But he first showed up as uh, Patsy Walker's love interest. Oh, in in uh, the Miss America magazine, saying he was a part of a romance comic comic scene before it became uh, before he became a, a hero character or a super mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. super person person Vigilante? let's say super person he first showed up as in um in uh, marvel though as in amazing adventures number 13 and as mad dog in defenders 125 hmm so he wasn't Mad Dog for a while. He was a Mad Dog until like mid seventies. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, he had a childhood friend of Patsy Walker, who would one day become the costume crime fighter Hellcat. Oh, childhood friends. What could yeah. go wrong? What could go wrong? I mean, nothing. Obviously, nothing could ever go wrong. I mean, it's like it's not like they were college roommates or or college rivals knew each other when they were in early adolescence and Patsy's mother Dorothy began writing a fictional romantic adventure of her daughter as a teenager in a series of comic books which in the Marvel Universe is Miss America hmm so the old ones are technically comic books okay um, in there and also Hellcat is somewhat famous because those comics were actually really famous and they were about her. God, but well, how, how would you like it? Like people think they know your 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 life story because your mom <laughs> made comics based off of you. Because your mom made comics based off you wanting to kiss boys. That's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. Dorothy, hey. what is going on, Dorothy? <laughs> like, come on. Hey, Patsy, hey, you're, like, did your girl? Is, you're, you're the girl whose mom wrote fan fiction about you, right? <laughs> Mom wrote erotic friend fiction about you. <laughs> like, come on, like, like for real. Okay, like Dorothy. Let's talk because I want to know what's going on. 
like I mean, I know, like, it wasn't just, like, you know, she was writing about her daughter, like, wanting to bone down or anything, but, like, still, if you're writing about your uh, daughter wanting to kiss boys, like... It's just gonna be awkward, no matter how it goes. I mean, maybe she needed to kiss more boys. Or girls. Or just kiss more. No, maybe both. Maybe she needed to kiss boys and girls. She at least needed some some kind of uh, companionship and love in her life that might help her. I think so. But um, speaking of going back to sorry, just going back to the uh, reminding I'm remembering oh asexual, I just want a good friend. (laughs) Speaking of people who was being written about by someone's mother. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Robert Baxter, aka Mad Dog. Oh Okay. Wait, Uh, was Dorothy writing about her too, or did his mother write about him? No, Dorothy was writing about him. See, that's even weirder. What is going on, Dorothy? <laughs> okay, no, like, this okay, is... they're they're childhood friends, so it could be it could be conceivable that at some point in their lives that Dorothy or that Patsy might have had a crush on her friend, maybe. Well, they got married, so. Oh like... yeah, well the, yeah, there you go. So, how does this? How do you reconcile this that your mom wrote? fan fiction involving you and the crush you had that you eventually married. <laughs> what would you tell your kids? In the fact that you're famous because of it. Yeah! Everyone knows this. Wait. Like, it's not like some little secret that they just, like, maybe, like, chuckle about when they get too drunk on holidays. No, everyone of the in the country knows this. Like... <laughs> Dorothy, we need to get you help. Like, why did you do this? Like, it'd be different if she wrote, like, adventure comics about her or something. Just, like, detective comics, or, you know, she was, yeah, like, a like, Drew. But yeah. no, they're romance comics. <laughs> Which means she had to get into the head of Patsy. It was just like, I want to kiss that boy. <laughs> and, like, couldn't she just maybe try and think of a way of making it less obvious it was her? Would that Would that help? No, I don't think it would because she used the same name and yeah. they look similar. Why couldn't she say it was Babsy uh Babsy Adderson or something like that instead of Or what about Watsy Polker? Yeah. Watsy Polker. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. <name. laughs> but I don't know. Like, I'm now more concerned about, like, Dorothy Dorothy Walker than anything. But, oh, let's get past that, because it gets worse the more I think about it. Like, I'm not reading too much, like, ma- aver- like malice into it, but still, that's messed up. He had 200 and he had he had almost over 200 issues before he showed up in the Marvel Universe, by the way. Oh. Yeah. That's that's, that's a pretty good long run. Yeah, it is pretty good long run. Um, okay, so uh, da, 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 da. I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes, yeah, so you should keep that long that long pause, and we just like, what's wrong with you, Dorothy? <laughs> no, I just read the second. <laughs> I read this. I read the second sentence. 
And I don't know if you saw my face while that was happening. I just did, yeah. I was watching. Okay. So, while he and Walker was still in early early adolescence, Patsy's mother began writing fictionalized romantic adventures of her daughter as a teenager in a series of comic books. At Patsy's request, Dorothy Walker based a character in the comic book on the neighborhood boy Patsy admired. Robert Buzz Baxter. As Baxter grew to the age of the character based on him, Dorothy began to increasingly dislike him, but as a popular supporting character in the Patsy Walker comic, she could not write his fictional counterpart out of the series. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Wait, there's another another thing. Wait, wait, there's there's something. There's an implication there. Wait, I need to get this out first. They weren't even teenagers when they wrote. So she took. She aged them up. She aged them up. So not only. Not only was she. This is is so much like just fan fiction. (laughs) She she wrote alternate universe fan fiction about her daughter. Aged up, wanting to kiss the neighborhood boy who wasn't even a teenager yet, <laughs> and and you're and, not even to the point where he's a bad guy. Yeah, and well, <laughs> I mean, okay, and apparently she did it at the request of her daughter. So, so even, the poor girl probably didn't even think about what was going on here. But this is so weird. This, I mean. It's, it's, yeah, first of all, uh, like, first, wouldn't she think, like, doing this request for her daughter would be, would be weird? Like, first off, you're, you, okay, so you're writing a weird AU fanfic. Where they're aged up. Where they're aged up, yes. And you're including the likeness and personality of the neighborhood boy, who you also aged up. And made kiss his daughter, her daughter. I mean, her daughter in the book you're writing, and she didn't like him. So, but she had to keep on writing about him wanting to kiss her daughter because others liked him. Because other people, <laughs> we're like twenty minutes into this episode, and we were <laughs> talking about how I messed feel, up. I feel like this wa- is like one of those VH ones behind behind the scenes things, like the real story of Patsy Walker and her mother. Like, okay, for for the most part, like her, like the reason why he became Mad Dog is like in the Patsy Walker episode, mm-hmm. the Hellcat episode. So I'm not going to go through it too much because basically, like the Beast made a formula. I mean, the Beast made a uh, suit. A Hellcat suit for Hellcat mm-hmm. that she that she quote unquote stole and everything at at some point. Um. After after Hank was uh, wounded, and and then like after that she divorced Baxter. After she stole the suit. After she stole the suit, yeah. Which it was from the Brain Corporation, which... Okay, I'm gonna get back. Sorry, I'm just thinking about how weird it is. Like, if anyone nowadays wrote a romance comic about their daughter aged up and the boy who lived next door 
there would be investigations. Yes, yes, there would be. Like I can't, like I can't, like as a comic thing by itself, as like romance comics or whatever, that makes sense. But having like <laughs> so, Walker returned to Brand some months later in the company of the Avengers to investigate the illegal activities of the private com- uh, private army quartered there. It was Bran, it was at Bran that Walker assumed the identity of Hellcat and journeyed with the Avengers to the Squadron's Supreme Dimension. Oh. Upon return, the Avengers were captured by the Brand operatives, but Walker began managed to escape and threatened to use her Hellcat claw to scratch Baxter's eyes out if he did not release the Avengers. After she raked his face to show that she meant business, Baxter, a brand, uh, Baxter complied. The brand corporation was shut down by its parent company, Roxxon Oil, after official investigation revealing brand's illicit ad- activities. This is a Roxxon corporation that made snake people for mercenary things. And they felt that one of their companies having a private army, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, probably because it went public. Probably. Um, Baxter uh, vowed vengeance, and after resigning from the Air Force, he began treatment at Roxxon's mutagenic uh, department in order to acquire superhuman abilities. He uh, had. So, he so I know his- you. I know you guys closed my my company, but I want revenge. Can you experiment on me? <laughs> The treatments augmented his strength, speed, and ability, and gave certain canine-like uh, characteristics. He dubbed himself Mad Dog. Oh, Mad Dog! After uh, leaving the employ of Roxxon, Mad Dog was acquired by agents of the Secret Empire, allied by the mutant force, and attacked his <laughs> attacked his ex-wife Batsy during her wedding ceremony to Damian Hellstrom. Oh, this, that, that all makes sense. Yeah. You know, son of Satan. She married the actual son of a Satan. <laughs> it was just a demon that's saying that he was Satan, but he's not Satan because well, I'm just Marvel saying, you, has you, a Satan. Like, a, he, Marvel has a Satan, but there's also another demon who's pretty powerful who called himself Satan. Yeah. And there's also Belisco and, and, and. Well, I mean, well, there's actual Arkhart. Satan, though, that. That uh gave Ghost Rider's powers, yeah, and that he fights on a regular basis. But the son of air quote Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say like this is just common knowledge of us, you know. Like in, if you watch soap operas, this is just common stuff. Yeah, you know the ex the ex shows shows up while you're mit- uh marrying some hellspawn uh to basically enact revenge for ha- for having their company shut down by them. Yeah. Well, um Mad Dog ate a professional professor power and in his attempt to launch a satellite that would trigger a major nuclear war, but the defenders managed to thwart the plan with the aid of Shield. And he's in Shield's custody at this at the time of this, this book. So he can lift about five tons after uh, uh, under optimal conditions, which I would say is respectable. 
it's more than one ton. But it's so he's 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 like almost as strong as Spider Man. Well, give that's or take five to tons. At. Yeah, that's nothing give to laugh take, at. Yeah, that's nothing to laugh at. One ton I would laugh at because that's just like, ha! Huh, you're you're basically that, just like if you're basically if Cap was had had an adrenaline rush. <laughs> that yeah, point. just just like stand, standard, you know, standard super strength one ton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, no one's so, no one's suppressed by one ton, man. Um, he he has like enhanced strength, ability, and speed, mm-hmm. and he also has acute a sense of smell, hearing, uh, like a dog, and he also has like a really strong jaw bite, and he was also given long canine teeth. Huh. He also the teeth emits a foaming poison chemical, which his body is immune to. Which basically gives rabies to people. <laughs> <laughs> he gives rabies to people. Well, I'm not rabies, but it's paralysis and death. So, rabies. <laughs> so, Mad Dog. Oh! What do you think about him? I... <sighs> I I'm still stuck on that there was, like, erotic friend, friend fiction written about yeah, him when I he mean... was a kid. I'm I'm worried about their childhood. I I'm worried like like th- this. I can't say this didn't have an effect on them that might have led him down this path. Like I mean, sure. At at a certain point, you know, he's got to own up to what he did because you know that's going too far. Giving people I mean, rabies at the, at the point of at the point of having people literally put in rabies teeth, rabies yeah. teeth in you, yeah. maybe. And also, also, he is an actual, like, dog person now. Like, he's actual dog person. Maybe he just was really into the fan fiction, and there was just this side that he just wanted to get out. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. But all I can say is, I wish I could have helped you, Mad Dog, before it got this bad. <laughs> but, but... Yeah, so I promise you, we'd get increasingly more interested characters. And we did. <laughs> so we've we've hit one of the milestones I wanted to, because I've been wanting to talk about Mad Dog for a while. <laughs> now we're gonna next next uh, next milestone for me is manslaughter. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, is that the guy that was uh, t- taught by the external, internal, internal? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Eternal. Yeah, a guy named Manslaughter. He has no actual name. <laughs> so, I remember. Oh I remember when we talked about that, and he's like, "What? What?" He's like, "Oh, you found this person named Manslaughter. This seems like a good guy to teach." Again, I'm gonna get more into it in a few weeks, well, several weeks from now. But still, um, well, I think we're done with Mad Dog. Oh, rough. So, what? What do you have to plug? Alright, so uh, I'm on a podcast called War and Beast with a couple of friends, and we basically watch and review Transformers, well, we got through Beast Wars and we're on Beast Machines now, part of a network called Audio Entropy that has a bunch of other things on it. A couple of them are rewatched, a couple of them are just random anecdotal stuff. Uh, you know, like, we have Teenagers with Attitude, Let's Place, which is a uh, scientifically and objectively rating every game in the world that has been ever made, 
and it's all scientific, so there's no way you can say anything on that list is wrong. Yeah, because that's how science works. Yes, science it's is all never wrong. Science, yes, objective science. <laughs> so give give those a listen sometime. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where sometimes we talk about things almost as messed up <laughs> as a a mother deciding to write friend fiction about uh, her her preteen daughter and next boy next door neighbor boy almost as creepy Um, it sounds like a modern (laughs) urban legend and there in that house you say you could still hear her typing away at the computer trying to send the latest chapter (laughs) well um yeah so you can listen to creepy critters which you know it's uh starting to get on its way and uh, also, if you'd like, you can uh, give rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and all that stuff. And if you can, please uh, maybe give me a review on any of those or share out or like talk about it. And eventually, whenever I actually start promoting the show, share out the link whenever it's actually put out. Because I can't say share the links because I've literally not put up any links in several months. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh so uh yeah if you'd like to see my cat you can go to at marvelous mooch on instagram and see my cat he has four thumbs yay and he's named after a cat that's made of rage and also <laughs> so uh it's dexter by the way i don't know it's a dc thing though so i won't talk about him here actually wait I think I'm going to do some... Never mind, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. But uh, besides that, uh, thank you for listening, and may Madcap show you the meaningless of meaningless ways of life. Bye.